This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1791. How to Deal with a Narcissist, Four Powerful Ways, by Dr. Diana Kirshner of lovein90days.com. Hello, everybody. Happy Saturday, and welcome to ORD, with me, your host and narrator, Greg Audino. I hope your weekend is off to a great start, and hopefully today's post will only supplement that. So narcissism is an idea or, you know, a character trait that's been getting a lot more attention lately as we trend more and more towards mental health awareness, and thus inevitably how we are affected by different relationships in our lives. So let's learn a bit about how to identify and deal with a narcissist today as we optimize your life. How to Deal with a Narcissist, Four Powerful Ways, by Dr. Diana Kirshner of lovein90days.com. Are you wondering just how to deal with a narcissist? It definitely can be challenging, soul-stifling, and literally maddening. The first step in how to deal with a narcissist is to recognize he is one. Here's the definition of a narcissist from the Mayo Clinic. Quote, Narcissistic personality disorder is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. But behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. End quote. Does that sound familiar? If you're with a narcissist and things go south, it's never their fault. When things go well, it's always their doing. You can't win. A narcissist simply can't put himself in your shoes, can't look at things from your perspective. He doesn't have much empathy for your feelings if those feelings are blue and down. It's all about him. Of course, if you're feeling up, he will notice and take credit for getting you in a good mood. Self-worth and narcissism. If you are involved with a narcissist, you may be feeling worse and worse about yourself. This is because narcissists are not very capable of truly meeting any of your real needs. This may not appear to be true in the beginning of the relationship, when the narcissist is going all out to win you over, to fill his own needs. But once he has you, watch out. You will tend to feel depressed and like you don't even exist when you interact with him, because you don't in his psyche. Of course, there are degrees of narcissism, and not all narcissists are totally unworkable, but they are all difficult to deal with. Here are four powerful tips for how to deal with a narcissist. Tip number one, recognize the signs. Your man talks incessantly about himself, doesn't ask about you, your concerns, or your feelings, thinks he is very important and much better than others, needs a lot of attention and validation, is not very empathetic towards you, feels he is entitled to more than others, not fair, exaggerates and brags about his accomplishments, plays a win-lose game where he wins and others lose, is very arrogant and judgmental and looks down on others, towards you too, after the honeymoon period, is a trophy or status seeker who is into having only the best, is very mean if he feels slighted or criticized, cannot own up to what he did wrong, and, at a very deep, unconscious level, is totally insecure and feels he can't really measure up. This is why he reacts badly to criticism and is so busy proving himself. By the way, this is as true for women as it is for men. Narcissistic girlfriends or wives may be more covert, but soon their true nature emerges. Here's a good summary of our first key point. In her book, I Am Free, therapist Brie Bonche puts it this way. 
Quote, Relationship with a narcissist in a nutshell, you will go from being the perfect love of their life to nothing you do is ever good enough. You will give your everything and they will take it all and give you less and less in return. You will end up depleted emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and probably financially, and then get blamed for it. End quote. Tip number two, free yourself from self-doubt and blame. When you learn to clearly see who you're dealing with and understand the narcissistic patterns, you can free yourself from second-guessing about what you did wrong. You will be able to let go of thoughts like, I should have told him how much I enjoyed this comedy club he picked out, and I would love to go again. That's why he's not calling. My thighs are so big, and I wore that clingy dress. That's what turned him off. He's unhappy because I am needy, too successful, fat, fill in the blank. When we don't understand we are dealing with a narcissist and things blow up, it's ultra easy to go into knee-jerk self-blame. We fought because of something I said or did, or something that I didn't say or do. This is especially true because the narcissist will tend to blame you over and over again. You need to free yourself from this kind of negative self-talk so that you can clearly see who it is you're dealing with. This process is extremely liberating as you focus on yourself and your own self-love. Tip number three, assess how severe the narcissism is. There are different degrees of narcissism. In the less extreme case, a narcissist may be aware that something is missing from his emotional life at a deep level, and he may be willing to work on developing empathy and compassion. A good litmus test of this is whether he is willing to go into individual and or couples therapy or coaching. If he is willing, this is a good sign that he may be less stuck in his narcissism and more workable. It also shows whether he is willing to learn how to have a close, real, emotionally intimate relationship. Unfortunately, you may have to be ready to leave the relationship in order to activate your narcissist's openness to getting help. It's often the specter of loss that opens up true appreciation for you and all you have to offer. How to deal with the narcissist. Client example. Joanne, a 50-something nurse, came into our coaching program complaining about her narcissistic husband, Brad. Brad was a successful lawyer who was very self-aggrandizing. He always tended to blame Joanne for their arguments, even though Joanne was a very caring and accommodating person. If she left a jar out of the refrigerator, he became mean and angry. If she was late in feeding the cats, he also threw a fit. He felt that things should go according to plan, his superior plan. Joanne was very unhappy with him. Slowly, she began to see Brad's narcissism and learned how to stop blaming herself for their arguments. As she got more self-loving and stronger, she told Brad that she would leave him if he didn't get help. At first, he tried to bully her out of her stance. But when Joanne stood her ground, Brad entered coaching with her. He began to work on some of his own childhood issues around being raised by a very narcissistic mother. Brad demonstrated that his narcissism was less severe, and Joanne and Brad are much happier as a couple. And tip number four, ask for help in dealing with a narcissist. You can see now how assessing the severity of your partner's narcissism is a very important step. If you will go for help, things could work out well. On the other hand, if your partner is unwilling to seek treatment, chances are that things will not improve. You may be better off leaving the relationship. You just listened to the post titled, How to Deal with a Narcissist, Four Powerful Ways, by Dr. Diana Kirshner of lovein90days.com. And thanks so much to Dr. Diana for this post. 
which I am sure grabbed a lot of people's attention. Narcissism, as I said, is quite a buzzword right now. After all, um, it becomes very easy to throw the term narcissist at anyone who you know pays less attention to you than you might like. And for that reason, I think it's of critical importance for anyone who has felt as though they were victimized by a narcissist to remain extremely vigilant of narcissistic tendencies within themselves. You see, for many of us who have felt perpetually silenced, disregarded, and cast aside, we can make the false assumption that healing means going to the extreme and paying attention to nobody's needs besides our own. After all, we are owed this, aren't we? It's now our time to step up and demand respect for ourselves. Well, sure, but in doing so, in an attempt to recover from this trauma, we're at risk for inadvertently becoming narcissists ourselves. We might start to display those same tendencies, even if they're not yet victimizing those close to us. But we can confuse this behavior with self-improvement, self-empowerment, understandably so. I've always felt as though this is really something to watch out for if you've been you know, raised by narcissists, but also if you're getting out of a relationship with one. So be sure to keep a sharp eye on it. Okay, and that's going to wrap up today's episode, everybody. As always, I hope you enjoyed it, and I thank you for sticking with us until the end. Have a marvelous rest of your day, and I'll see you again tomorrow for more ORD, where your optimal life awaits.